Oh. Welcome to episode 136 of the Talking Hockey podcast. It's uh, just two of us today because we're the only two who uh, who we put Talking Hockey on our back here. <laughs> Eric is a Florida man, we think. He was at a Florida Panthers game this week, wasn't he? Like, Oh, yeah. Ago. He was just at a Florida Panthers game last night. Yeah. So we usually do our podcasts on Wednesdays for those who listen. And we message every, you know, Wednesday, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning being like, hey, you know, we're going to meet after work at like 7 or 7.30. And Eric was, Eric hasn't looked at the chat in two days. So welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple, visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Um, he's in Florida, we think, like I said, and uh, we haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, Luke said he would be here, and then uh, an hour ago said, "Never mind, I won't be here." Yeah. So, well, you just got us two today. Big and Luke energy. Big, yeah, Luke's just a. Uh, I don't know. Luke didn't need. Luke just doesn't want to be here. So you know, we'll do our best to get as much content as we can because you know, usually Eric's the one who comes prepared and has a whole bunch of ideas. So uh, we came up with kind of our looking at the post trade deadline. There was really nothing exciting on the trade deadline to me, at least, right? Like, well, there it was the trades? most most exciting lead up, lead up in history, like yeah, recent history. And then, like, who was left to be traded at that point? Exactly. And then the biggest news was like stuff that didn't happen, like tra- James Harden and Reemstite, yeah, that sort of stuff. He was supposed to be traded to Detroit, and then, and then, like, never mind. He, I don't know, that whole deal fell. Through. The whole deal fell apart. And it was weird that Detroit was the one who was trying to get him anyway, because yeah. Detroit sold, sold, bought, sold again, <laughs> and then tried to get Van Riemsdyk. And so, Detroit is still going in the wrong direction. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, Leafs didn't do anything trade deadline, so I wasn't really paying attention. I was waiting all day for a trade to happen, but nothing came. To those who listened last week, um, after the Sandine trade, the Leafs had a first-round pick and, like, nine defensemen. And you're like, all right, something's got to happen here. And then they didn't do anything. And yesterday, Sam Lafferty was their second-line center because of injuries. Yeah, but that all happened after. Yeah, I know. And that's what I'm saying. And that's When you have huge depth at center... You're not expecting your fourth line center to play <laughs> second line minutes. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. But um, anyway, we're going to give our tr- post trade deadline, I guess, what was it? Winners and losers and something. Winners and losers and w- w- way, uh, well, way too early winners and losers because you can't really tell a trade deadline winners and losers until. Pretty much after the playoffs, mm-hmm. um, and then again, Stanley Cup favorites. Stanley Cup favorites purely based on the trade deadline. Yeah, on stuff they teams so, did or didn't do. I think a loser for sure is Philadelphia because they yeah. have, they didn't do anything and they've they're they're brutal, right? It, yeah, that's 
it's that poor whole JVR. asset ma- yeah. management as Eric likes to talk about. It's very poor asset management because what you're going to sign JVR after this year? Or what? No, they're like, probably not. JVR exactly. has no. I mean, unless it's like a a really really cheap deal. I mean, at this yeah. point in his career, JVR's coming to the end. Um, he's not the power play threat he once was. So I could see why. And I mean, he had a pretty high cap hit of just off the top of my head. I feel like it's, it's, it's relatively high. It's in the sevens. I yeah. think. And you know, it's, uh, I'm surprised he didn't, I'm surprised no one traded for him. I'm just pretty because... sure. Didn't the Detroit deal fall through? Cause there was a third team involved and the third team like bailed or something. I, I don't even I think know. there was something about there. Were, and then the flyer said they didn't, they didn't even have a trade offer for him. So, who knows yeah. what the truth is? Yeah. Um, a team probably would have had to retain. But you got to trade him for that. You, I mean, you got to trade any assets you can get as a team that's like bottoming out, like the yeah. Flyers are. You, you got to get something. You got to do stuff, and that's that makes you look pretty bad. So yeah, I agree. They're a pretty big loser. Who else you got? I think that Detroit, the, the other team, is is a loser because <laughs> yeah. they couldn't pick what they were trying to do. Right? Yes. Like they. Yes. It was bad. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, they traded Bertuzzi and then they traded Hronik. And then I feel like they bought, they, they traded for somebody else too. Like, what else do they do? Let me see the Detroit Red Wings moves. Luke's the one who comes prepared for these. Um, what did we do here? Uh, what did they do on the trade deadline? So they signed Dylan Larkin, right? Yeah, which seems they like signed, a, they extended him. A buyer's move. It seemed like yeah, it seemed like they were trying to go you know all oh. in, and then the next day they traded. Um, they traded. Let's see, Detroit. That was the Bertuzzi trade. Was the next one, Detroit Red Wings. Yep. Trades. And which then, is like again. Why would it, they try to get Van Reems like after that? Yes. Like, right. Oh, they also sold Verona. Verona wasn't Verona. I don't. Uh, unfortunate for him for his how his career is kind of gone. Yeah, but but he probably didn't have much value. It'd probably just give him a, a chance somewhere else. Yeah. I don't think that he was. It's, it's a really unfortunate turn of events for him. So they just kind of dumped him off. They didn't get anything back for him. Basically. I don't even know who Dylan McLaughlin is. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Detroit had no direction basically. Yeah. They directionless. Yeah, they traded Bertuzzi, and I think the more surprising one is Heronic. Like... Heronic, yeah. After trying to, after signing Larkin, I mean, if you wanted to sell Larkin, was probably the. It's tough mid-season, I guess, to trade your captain, right? Yes. But you know they could have gotten Vancouver a lot for Larkin. Yeah, they could have gotten a lot for Larkin, right? And maybe who knows? Larkin is a Michigan boy. Right, maybe he would have re-signed in the off-season. They probably had a good chance of that after after getting some playoff experience. Yeah, too. get some playoff experience, get some assets for him this year. Because what's the point? I mean, Detroit is pretty close to the wild card, I think, or they were. Mm, Let's look no, at the standings. They're, they're not very close. They're three points back of Ottawa, who's still two points back of Florida, who's still three points back of Pittsburgh. Right. Okay. So they they have a lot to cut. Yeah, they're they're not making the playoffs. They've lost no. six in a row as well. No, yeah. Anyway, they're, they have a minus twenty goal differential too. Like yeah, they're, not they're happening. Not, Never mind. What do I know? So um, that's 
those are my biggest losers, I feel. The Coyotes didn't get much for Jacob Chikorin. We kind of discussed that last week, right? After holding on for him for so two years. Long. Yeah, At least they got something. The At least they block. finally pulled Trig. But, <laughs> but, a, but like Los Angeles Kings were offering more. Los Angeles Kings offered two firsts and, uh, and like one of their younger defensemen, I think it was Bjornfoot. Bjornfoot? His name it's is. very easy for a team to come out after and say, oh, this is what we were offering, and they said no. And I mean, I guess it's in the division. Maybe that's why they didn't want to. But... It's probably that, too. They didn't want to see him for the next, like, yeah. seven years against them constantly. Yeah, that, I just feel like Arizona is always a constant L because <laughs> all, because know. of who they are. And the NHL is probably going to gift them Bedard this year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Have you heard the rumors that Atlanta's – like a hot There's market no talk it no talking way. no way and i'm like it's already failed like hasn't it failed twice the thrashers and there was a team uh, there before atlanta was it not flames i feel yeah atlanta flames it's before failed twice you can't go back there like that's ridiculous i i think another loser believe it or not is probably pittsburgh because <laughs> they're old they're they they're probably going to sneak into the playoffs. They had a huge comeback against Columbus the other day. I think they were losing like five nothing, and they came back and won six five. Um, but uh, they they some of the moves they make just don't make sense. I think they're for sure playoffs, and at this point, they're just holding on for dear life. They're they're the oldest team. Remember that what I just sent you? Yeah. Yesterday, guys. Yeah, yesterday? yeah, yeah. They are. Not even... They're the oldest team in NHL history. With right. an average age of thirty point five or something, which is quite old, considering the how, especially considering now, as opposed to any other era where we've gone younger and younger than ever yeah. before. Like some teams are the youngest they've ever been in history. Like, yeah, like, I I think it's just it's just like how they're built. I mean, Crosby's yes. still good and 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 a great player. And who, um, and who knows, Hawkins, maybe. Maybe Crosby doesn't want to deal, and Malkin, the boys don't want to deal with kids like eighteen year olds. Yeah, definitely. Can, I mean, they can't get them. They also, have no also, yeah, Pittsburgh. Can. Pittsburgh hasn't. Yeah, Pittsburgh has trades everybody that they draft yes. and all their first round picks and whatever. Exactly. And Pittsburgh's been for so long; they just get these random AHL guys, call them up, and play them with Crosby, and then that hasn't happened in a while. But yes, Brian Rust, Jake Gensel. Jake um, Gensel was always going to be a okay. star. Well, I, it's just weird that they targeted Grandland. They were they wanted a forward. I know, right? And they were actually rumored to be wanting JT Miller. But but then Van, I think this is where you tie into Vancouver being an L, because Vancouver didn't want to trade JT Miller, and we've talked so much this past year about JT Miller and his contract and not trading him last off season, et cetera, That's... et cetera. That is a goofy one because that's if you had a team willing to take on seven years of Miller. No, because it's eight more years. Eight years. He's, okay, eight he, years his, of his, Miller. His extension kicks in for next year, so it makes no sense that Vancouver would say no. To be honest, yeah, like, and like, Vancouver said no because they wanted a center. So another L. Yeah, another loss. They could have got. They, they could have gotten assets for. Pittsburgh, yes, and Miller. Pittsburgh loses there too because they wanted Miller. <laughs> and, uh, although, if you're going balls balls to the walls trying to keep 
keep the dream alive that Crosby could win another cup. Miller is definitely at this point, still a player that could help you do that. Yeah, I know for sure. I think he would fit in pretty well and not having to be a, like a top line center. Obviously long-term it fucks them, but I don't think they're too concerned (laughs) at this point. Crosby has what, two or or three more years left. Malkin, who even knows because he's injured all the time. Yeah. Right. Latang should have retired a while ago because of health concerns, but that's it. It's amazing that he plays. They're stuck with Jeff Carter as their, you know, as as their third line center who kind of sucks. Florida is a pretty big L, I would say, just because they lost last year at the deadline and they continue to just throw up L's. (laughs) Yeah, did they do anything this year? I don't. They don't think they had the assets to. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they did anything because they don't have a first-round pick and it's about to become, become Montreal's first-round yeah. pick. Yeah, and if they miss the playoffs, that's two lottery picks for <laughs> for Montreal to possibly have. Yeah. I've seen so many people do like the draft simulators. It's like Montreal and Florida's pick go like back-to-back. <laughs> and Florida doesn't have a first-round pick to like 2025 either, so it, who knows who even gets better from here. I mean, so they're just we all saw this coming on the yeah. year. We all saw this coming. The only way that they could, I mean, maybe they didn't want to risk it because, you know, they already don't have their first round pick. So why why sell, right? It doesn't make sense to try to tank for a better draft pick if you don't have it, right? But like they could have gotten assets for people like Duclair or Sam Bennett, even Sam Reinhardt, right? If they wanted to. And I mean, they're playing Mark Stahl in top four minutes. I think that tells you just as much as you need to know about the Florida Panthers. Um we all saw this coming because last year everything went the way everything went perfectly for them. Yep. And this year it's what happens when regression comes and, you know, people play, they're not the star players. They were their average. Right. I, I think San Jose counts as now as well. They didn't get much from Timo Meyer, and they needed to cash in a Carlson. They needed to do whatever Something. it took to get Carlson off their books. Then they didn't even ask him to. I think we mentioned last week. They didn't even ask him to waive his no move clause, which means no no trade was ever really close to fruition. Yeah, you needed to hire outside money guy to say this team could hold this amount for you on the Carlson. You hold the fifty. They hold another, and maybe you take back like an expiring contract. Like you know, maybe yep. maybe you someone retains fifty percent, then his cap hits what six million dollars, right? Yeah. That's a lot still to retain. So maybe you that's take why back they didn't a want huge to do number it. Of contract. You're gonna have to take back a like kind of like what uh, what Arizona did when they gave Ekman Larson to the Canucks. They took you like know, six. They took back like six, <laughs> six deals for like useless that, players that Vancouver but, didn't need. But were all expiring. That all year. expiring, yeah. So you Which take like a so one dumb. year really high cap hit. I mean, who cares? San Jose wouldn't care, right? But then you trade away six years of Carlson. Yep. Um, but they didn't do that. They didn't cash in on because who knows, man? Carlson next year he could, could be the player he was two years ago, right? Where he was pretty uh, much borderline not playable. He could be hurt. He could be hurt. Yeah, exactly. A lot of other things could happen. Um, All right. I think we're done shitting on teams. Yeah. I'm looking at the team. Yeah. My biggest L, though, is probably Vancouver, if I'm thinking about it now, because (laughs) they didn't cash in on anyone. Like, like, why keep 
Garland? Why keep Miller if anyone's offering you anything? Yes. Get rid of him. Like they, yeah. you know, you say no to Pittsburgh. If if there was a legit deal from Pittsburgh and stuff, they needed to say yes. They needed to say we don't need a center right now. We yeah. should actually not want a center so we can get even better odds for Bedard. Because like at this point, they're so middling. It's yeah horrendous. They're they're what. 14 points out of a playoff they're not spot. Making the playoffs, yeah. They're but they're also like 20 points out of last place. So they're in no man's wasteland. Mm-hmm. So they yeah, they're now uh Anaheim did what they needed to do, traded some of their expiring contracts. Klingberg was traded for nothing. Arizona Lost the trade. Chicago did what they needed to do. Obviously got shit on in the Kane trade, but that's because Kane only wanted Kane to go to the Rangers, it, yeah. which is unfortunate for them. Calgary is in shit bill nowhere land, but that's also because Huberto's kind of fucked them over. Who, which, yeah, Huberto again. Who saw that coming? Pretty much everybody. Not to this extent. Like last year at this time, he had sixty points in forty games. Yeah. No, sorry. Probably more than that. No, in 60 games, he had 80 points. Sorry. This yeah. year, he has 60 games played and 40 points. No one could have predicted that huge of a drop-off. Like, that's insane it's a totally different. Yeah, totally different team. I mean, maybe a new coach would help him out. I think that if Calgary misses the playoffs, I think Sutter's oh, gone. Sutter's gone. Sutter, Sutter's gone. Sutter sure. should have been gone. For sure, Sutter's gone. True Living um, might be gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, True Living's been there for so long, and what have they done? They 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 had a good run last year, and that was it. Yep. And they got smoked and by the Oilers in the what second round? First round? Second round? Second. Yeah. Not Nashville's middling for me in the trade deadline, just because they did a good job getting rid of Eckholm, got good mm-hmm. decent return, but still took back. Uh, Barry, which is unfortunate. I think that they just kind of. I think that they needed to take back some sort of salary, and probably Barry was the yeah easiest one to to take yeah. on. And and they can flip them next year because yeah, they won't exactly. be good. They're not going to be good for a while. And, um, and I mean, Tyson Barry is brutal. So I think I think that's a, <laughs> so switching to the teams that won. I think the Oilers actually did what won. they won. They needed, yeah. they, they they did needed they a defenseman, needed and they got Pajukstad. Bukestad. You guys keep Bukestad. Bukestad. I know you liked him. He's just like a third line player to me. I mean, whatever. Probably, probably like probably the Oilers the need that depth stuff. Player, yeah, exactly. Oilers need that stuff. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the huge addition though is Ekholm because if you watch the Oilers play defensively, they're playing Nurse and Cece like as top pair minutes, right? And yep. Barry is is like brutal, like. You can't trust that guy in his own zone at all. He's he's awful, right? And they got a guy like Eckholm, even though he has what three or four years left on his deal at six million dollars, I think it's his cap hit. That's a win for them this year because you know yep. McDavid's on another level. Drysaddle's being good again, right? Yep. And I mean their five on five production isn't the best, but they they improved defensively big time this year, which is yep. what they needed. And I mean in the playoffs, they're not going to play Campbell. Right. No. Skinner's gonna start a better uh, top four defense now. 
Yeah. Bouchard they, moves up. They're in trouble with their goaltending because Skinner's not cutting it either. Like he, he's I, I think he's, good. Skinner's okay. Yeah, he's Skinner's been okay. Been okay. But he, like he needs to go on a run. Well, more more like he needs to not fail in the yeah. playoffs. And I mean like their D be... their D breaks like they have a lot still have some defensive breakdowns, but I mean I watched that game that the they played against the Leafs. The Leafs are shit that game. I think it was last week. Um but Ekholm was really good. Really yeah. noticeable. Huge difference for them because, you know they they were shit defensively. Um, and their goaltending was bad. And I mean, Skinner, if Skinner can play like he is now, who knows? I think the Oilers can give anyone a run for their money. I don't think anyone would take them lightly in the playoffs. Oh. Because we saw last year what McDavid and Dreisaitl can do alone. Especially considering how freakish McDavid's been this year. Like yeah. he's been on an even another level than his average level. Yeah. Like he's been godly. Yeah. In comparison to what so, we've witnessed in our lifetime for points. It would, it would pain me to see the Oilers win because I, I want them to fail. I want McDavid. I don't like seeing McDavid <laughs> succeed because of the stupid decisions that he's made as captain of the Oilers, you know, signing off on Ken Holland and stuff, you know. And Duncan Keith, but Duncan Keith. at least Keith was uh, short-lived. Yeah, because he got, retired, right? Yeah, they got rid of him quite quickly. I think another big winner... They've been a winner all year. Is definitely Boston. Yeah, Boston. Huge, huge did a win. Lot right. Bertuzzi is a great fit for them. I feel. I think he scored in his first shift with the Bruins or his first game. Orlov has been a like, like Bobby Orr is what they're like. People are joking on Twitter. Got traded to Boston and became Bobby Orr. And I mean, they're just a complete team at this point. One of the top goalies this season, Ulmark. Their top players have been there. Like, Pasternak's been really good as well. Bergeron. Years Bergeron. The w. Yeah, they, they've won 10 in a row. I feel like this is the second time they've won 10 in a row. Yep. And they just look like no one can stop them. And I mean, watching the playoffs, they get to the playoffs, they're going to get, they're going to lose in seven games to whoever sneaks into the second <laughs> wild card spot because that's just how hockey works. But they're, they're basically setting a points pace, right? They're setting. They're they're gonna probably break the records for points this season, yep. and wins. And they're they're basically unbeatable, and they still added and made their group better. Yes, right. And like, quite not significantly, but still like. Yeah, their third British... line, if healthy, would be like Charlie Coyle, Taylor Hall, and I don't know who who their other winger would be. Jake uh, Jake DeBrusque. Something like that. Yeah, that's one of like that's that's ridiculous. That's most yes. teams' second lines at least, right? And that's a good third line because yeah. those are guys are third line type guys. Like they're yeah. I mean, say what you want if Taylor Hall would be healthy, but that's a really yes. good line. Linus Olmark's been unbeatable. Like I said, They've got McAvoy on the back end. They're a very complete team, and this is what I wish like kind of the Leafs did is to you know keep adding to it, keep adding and adding and adding. Make the team better. Even though your forwards are good, you still add more good forwards, right? And Orlov's fit in brilliantly, I feel, as well on the back end. So they made all the right moves, it seems. Um, obviously, Toronto. I don't know. Toronto is, I don't know. Toronto was uh, good until they didn't do anything to add another forward. 
Yeah, but I don't know. Like they got they changed sixteen pieces out of their starting line. Uh not sixteen, sorry, six pieces out of their starting yeah. line. Yeah. And I mean their D is an issue because like you gonna you really wanna play Luke Shen? I don't. It's good for the vibes, it's good for the memories, I guess, but I mean But they don't really have to play Luke Shen. Like, they don't. He could they be their sixth guy play like it, especially once they get to the playoffs he can play like your third pair of minutes it just doesn't make sense like that nine these, minutes a game yeah and that doesn't make that's sense okay. like and they're, they're scratching lilligren it just doesn't make that sense, makes no sense like those are coaching decisions though. like how their how their roster is built up right now though doesn't make sense and it didn't make sense last week and keeping that first round pick Unless you, they're probably going to trade it in the summer anyway. I'd be shocked if they kept it and, and drafted with probably what's going to be the thirty-second overall pick. They should have flipped that this year. I don't know why they didn't get a forward this year because you really needed it, and instead they kept it. And it just doesn't. The, the roster makes no sense. But you know what? Who cares? Um, I don't know uh, who else you would consider a winner. But maybe New Jersey. New Jersey, I think, is a winner for that simply for the Meyer trade. New Jersey, and, yeah, did what they needed to do, and they're good. Like the Meyer trade is a future trade. Like they're good right. for. Did a they while. Sign, They didn't sign an extension yet, though. Not yet. They? Not yeah. yet. They might. By they, all he's accounts, still RFA. Yeah. Um, but planning on it. They're. I, I feel like the Devils also are. are are, how they're built though is like they have some really really good young pieces right and still have really good pieces coming up like luke hughes and yep. you know i don't know they, they, they're they're they didn't give them up for this improvement so i think that's a win for them as well i think new york uh rangers win Kane hasn't by... been great well, they got him for nothing, though. Like, let's be honest here. And if they, if you have the ability to get him for nothing, you might as well, right? Like, right. So, and the Tarasenko trade, like, Tarasenko's been decent, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and. This is the year, like it's a it's a crapshoot between them and uh, them and the Devils. That's that's what's crazy is that one's going to be out in the first round. Yes, and New York still has the ability to still be good for a while, even with these minor like major moves, but kind of minor assets given up for them. Yeah, for sure. So they're a winner just based on virtue of being new york because kane was the yeah kane just wanted to go there wanted to go there carolina uh did some minor moves i think they they got goss's bear they got goss's fear but did they need goss's fear was that the type of piece they needed what i don't know i feel like they could i feel like he's good offensively that you just don't need to worry about him in his own zone yeah i i guess they didn't need to do very much like their biggest thing is goaltending. Yeah. Pulley I mean, yeah. is 
a good shot in the dark and they gave up like nothing to get it. So that's a good shot in the dark and you put him back with Aho. Yeah, for sure. He plays with Aho. So they they they're a winner just based on being but Frederick where they are. Anderson in the playoffs. Uh yikes. Tampa, I don't like that move. I don't like people no, justifying that it. move. Yeah, we talked, we've talked it about it. I wouldn't and... say they're a loser or a winner. They're just they're nothing at this point. Like they they went to the Stanley Cup final three years in a row. They can fuck off. <laughs> like, and they lost and they lost uh, five in a row after the deadline anyway. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes, they have. Minnesota, I like I like the Klingberg move. You probably hate it. Um, yes. But that's the type of thing they need because Minnesota's always been a very defensive team, and they still are this year. Yes, they're very... Philip Gustafson's been good, too. They're a very defensive team. So Klingberg, if you're Poyama as your power play merchant, which he would help their power play because they they don't really have offensive defensemen. Dumbo was always supposed to be that guy, and he never truly turned into a number one offensive defenseman. Mm -hmm. So that move alone is good. I think they did one other thing. What was the one other thing? Oh, they added... Sunquist, which is not much, Whatever. and yeah. Ny- Nyquist too. Which Nyquist who's... is going to sit on long-term injured reserve for the rest of the season, and then play in the playoffs, the playoffs hopefully yeah. for them. It's for, um, they got it for nothing. They they have a battle ahead of them. Yeah, but they could still win the division. Yeah, the West Dallas. is so open that it's yes anybody could anybody. And wins that's five the thing. Games. That's the thing. Like Minnesota did what they needed to do to stay competitive in that division. Uh, and Colorado, what was that? Who Lars they had? Eller they got. Eller, was that, was that it? I think, yeah, it, and I think that the, there's there's an issue now because I, I saw news that Landeskog is, might not come back for the regular season. Yes, I've heard that. Which is... He comes back for the playoffs. I if mean, he comes back for the playoffs, it should be okay. They should be fine. They the should scene, be okay. But they didn't doesn't look like they did much else. No. Jack Johnson they picked up for whatever reason. Brought him back, ran it back last year. Uh, Again, from last year. I, I don't think they needed to do that much. Like the West is just so much They have more... a good team. They were just injured for a lot yeah. of the year. And now that they're at full speed, they're probably gonna be I mean, closer to it at least. McCarr just came back and I actually wanna add to the losers, I wanna add Vegas, because I don't think Vegas really did anything. Got Jonathan Quick. Oh, they got Jonathan Quick. Did they need Jonathan Quick? They needed a goalie because Leonard hasn't been there. They got Teddy Bluger as well. I think that's a good one. Okay, they can be fine as a. They're kind of getting screwed by injuries because again, Stones Stones out again. Eichel has been okay. He hasn't been what he's built like a superstar, Mm -hmm. but. Maybe he'll never be a superstar again. Michael started off really well. It's crazy kind of what happened, but Yeah. He started off real well. Playing with Stone though. Like that's the thing, right? Like without right. Stone, he's been Right. Okay. So I think that's pretty much all the winners or losers. So after this, who do you think's winning the Stanley Cup? That's it. And that's we'll do that and then we'll call it a night because we'll yeah. make it a short episode. Yeah. Um after the trade deadline, purely based on the trade deadline, 
and how teams are stacked up right now. I still think Boston. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 would, I was going to say Boston. that too. I wish I went first because they're just unbeatable. But I, you know, I, I just they I, will be beat some. I can see, I can see this happening. Them losing in the first round to fucking whatever team, like I said, whatever team sneaks in, yeah. losing seven games in a random to some random team. Although with no business being there. Is this the type of year where the best team? is the best team the whole time. It it could be. But, I mean, you know, you've seen this before. I think it was like Washington, a couple of the you know, Washington being so dominant for so many yes. years and then losing in the first or second round. And then when the, the year that everyone wrote them off is the year they won. Yes. Right? But the difference between them and Boston is Boston's main core has won, right? Like those yeah, boys. That's true. Well, not for a while. Not for a while. Was Boston, but they Boston remember, top. of course. There's like two players who would remember Bergeron and, and Marchand. Was Marchand in the playing then? Yeah, Maybe. Marchand, Marchand was. He, but he wasn't a superstar. He wasn't. Then. No, no. He was. So he was like it's like Bergeron third, knows how to win. I guess that's it. Char is not there anymore. Krejci. Krejci. Yeah, Krejci was there. Like... I heard. I heard there was talk. I'm not sure if it was legit talk or just someone like spitballing it. That Lucic. Was rumored for Boston. That would be good. <laughs> Lucic can't. Lucic can't even skate. Lucic I know he wouldn't even make their lineup. I no. feel like he would. He yeah. would just be he like just this healthy scratch. Chilling. He's the guy. You know when they come out, the healthy scratches come out at the end of the, the uh, uh, at the end of the game, and when the Stanley Cup's being awarded, and they come out and they just yes. it around, you know, the random bums were healthy scratches. Yes. Like put That'd some skates Lucic. on, put put their equipment on. That would be Lucic. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, Who's our backup option? Yeah. So second option. <laughs> I, in the I'll choose a team from the West. I hate to say it, but I feel like the Oilers could very well go on a run. And yeah, I don't even know if Boston can stop McDavid at full speed. Right? I was going at to say strength. Edmonton too. Um, if you look at Money Puck, they have the best odds. Even though, even though like five on five, Edmonton's still kind of eh, scoring wise, but go on the power play. It's like a basically a sure goal coming and no one can stop mcdavid no one can stop dry my and biggest concern with edmonton is is their, their d and goalie for sure their goalie well yeah their goalie for most part and it's a pretty big concern it, it <laughs> would be skinner's young goalie has doesn't really much history he's he's been pretty good this season, but he's, he's had, I mean, he's had his moments where he, he hasn't been. And I mean, if he gets hurt, you got Campbell who can't stop anything. Like they have the most goals for in the league by yeah. a, a decent amount, but their goal differential is like average for playoff teams. Yeah. Which is not good. Like that's showing like their, their goals for is, like 20 better than Boston's. Okay. But Boston's goal differential is 105 and the Oilers goal differential is 33. And I think that's just that's pretty that's bad. Just a difference that's not having good. Hey, McDavid has 124 points. Let's not forget <laughs> that, right? Yes. So, yes. That's that's really not good. That's not a good sign because you need like goaltending is the X factor always in the playoffs. For sure. sure, the Smythe normally goes to a forward because they score like big goals in the big moments. But the fucking goalies, 
Can someone steal. should look at the stats of like goalies in the playoffs. Like I feel like any cup winning goalie has an SA percentage below like 915, 920 even. You need like 920 goaltending to, to be able to go all the way. Anyway, folks, with that, we'll call it here. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks and for maybe listening. We'll, uh, next week we will not be here because Luke's going away and can't edit a podcast. We yep. don't even know where Eric is. So. That's why we had to do this yes. week. We'll see you in two weeks. See ya. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K, and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.